This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. Today is a very exciting episode for a number of different reasons. Uh, First and foremost, I'm sitting across from my wonderful mother, Linda. Hello, Linda. Hello, mother. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited because today is a really special day. This is the 100th podcast episode that is being published with Find the Others. I know. I'm so excited for you and so proud of you. Thank you. I figured what a better what a what a better way to ring in the hundredth episode as I was kind of telling people, yeah, I got the hundredth episode coming up. I'm like, oh, what are you doing for it? I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna chat with my mama. I'm gonna get my mom on the podcast. And your interview is going to be published as well with this being published. But um, I thought it'd be a cool way as I as I have lots of different things to reflect on from the past hundred. As I look back, I wanted to share some of my reflections and takeaways. And a lot of those naturally came from you asking me questions about the podcast and about, hey, you hit 100. What's what's what now? What are are the takeaways? What are the insights? So I figured and you were very keen in wanting to ask me some more questions. So let's roll the mic and let's give you the microphone to ask me the questions and I can share some of the uh, the insights and takeaways after hitting episode 100 right here. That's awesome. Well, let's start with the very first question that I've asked you from day one is why did you decide to do Find the Others podcast? Yes, it's a it's a great question. Um, I, I decided to do Find the Others podcast because I was having, I, I love having conversations with people. And one of the things that I consider myself as a passionately curious student of life, you know, you, you've taught me ethics of our fathers says, who's a wise man, he who learns from everyone. And, I, and I've always loved having conversations and learning and getting those little like nuggets of insight or wisdom. Like we all live in different worlds. And we could be neighbors, but we're all living in completely different worlds. So I've always been curious of like, how do you operate that way? Or how does somebody who's super successful or super happy, how do they operate differently? So that that's just always been a curiosity I had. And I had enough. I was tired of having enough conversations where I thought, dang it, this should have been recorded because I knew that it could bring value to other people as well because it was bringing so much value to me. So I decided to start Find the Others podcast and and I, and I did it as an experiment and I said, all right, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do 100 episodes uh, and I'm going I'm to commit to doing 100 episodes before I decide to pull the plug or not. So I kind of waited on it for a bit and finally made the decision to do it. And um, it's evolved into a total passion for me and uh, a great way for me to build a skill set by just taking quality reps of getting on the mic, of connecting with people. Um, and I, I love this podcast because it's also a, a reminder. I love being able to remind people some of these concepts. I love being able to remind people that you're exactly where you need to be. No matter what you're facing in life, you're exactly where you need to be. And I and I love doing that through sharing stories of others. Yeah, I think uh, when you say that uh, exactly where you need to be, it uh, reminds me of something that Mime always taught us mm-hmm. growing up. No matter what we plan, we plan and God laughs. So right. we can plan as much as we want, but uh, eventually <laughs> Hashem or God or the universe, however right. you want to refer to the source of everything in life, uh, has a plan that maybe we can't see. That's it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so... A question for you. Yeah. What was the most epic takeaway of 
these hundred episodes that you've hit now, like what was the thing that you you didn't think you would find that you mm-hmm. did find? It was just like a, a epiphany moment that, for you. That's a great, great question. I think there's a few on a multiple on multiple levels. There's from the level of actual insights that I've learned. I learned from guests. And then there's also from just the process of creating something, putting something out there consistently and, and consistently being a content creator and, and hosting a podcast. But I think that the, the biggest thing that I, uh, one of the biggest things I was shocked about was uh, how, how, how easy it really is to reach people. Like it's, it's pretty wild to think that, you know, hitting a hundred episodes, um, nearly 10,000 podcast episodes downloaded over this past year and, uh, and over 150,000 views on the promo clips on Instagram, wow, that's amazing. which is so cool. And, and my takeaway from that was, and that's without any promotion or anything like that. And my takeaway from that was that if you have a message that you want to share, like we have the tools, this is all using free tools. Like, sure, I, I hire people to help me with the process, but I could do all of this on my own with free tools of just having conversations and recording, and we have the ability to share a message. So I think that was inspiring to me and and hopefully to other people that if you feel like you have a message that you want to share, you feel like you have something you want to get out there, you can do it. Like, you, there's nothing stopping you. You just got to get through that comfort zone a little bit. And you got to get into it. But we have so such incredible tools at our disposal, and and it was very cool to see to have an opportunity to use these tools for, for good. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Cause I think we raised you guys always to share, not only yeah. sharing your toys when you were little, and, right. uh, uh, your rooms or whatever, but always sharing your knowledge and information. I think that's a key success to life. And one of the things that I think about when I think of our family, a lot of family collect things. Mm-hmm. I think we are a people collector. Yeah. <laughs> I always say That's that. That's great. People. We collect people, you know? Yep. And for a mom to see you take that passion to mm. the next level and really share that with the world is such an exciting thing for for us as parents to watch you just bloom into that's this. that's beautiful and, and I and I definitely attribute a lot thank you and I attribute a lot to like the, the way that you raised us having exposure to so many different types of people different I mean how many people do we call our aunts and uncles like family friends just people that we had around us or the visiting artists or musician or random celebrity that would come through the house right or philanthropist whatever it might be CEO we, we were able to be exposed to so many different types of people which which is probably where that curiosity started to 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 foster myself, and so uh, yeah, to, I totally totally agree, and it's been it's been a great pleasure. So I guess in that in that uh, venue, yeah, of just speaking with people, yeah, like casually, you know, from the elevator to the taxi driver. Growing up, you've you've been around that your whole life, but sometimes don't you really just run out of things to say to people or talk to people about Josh? Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great question. Um, you know, there is, you would think that, and I've had people ask me this, like, don't you run out of like, have you run out of people yet? There's so many people on this planet, but the, the answer is yes. I've run out of people and I've run out of things to say because, and that's the brilliant part about doing two episodes a week, one guest episode, one solo episode is that, yeah, very quickly, once I ran through that first, like, okay, who are the immediate people around me that I can get on? It was like, all right, I got to play offense, but that's also why I love this because it forces me to get out there and connect with new people. It forces me to look at things differently because I know every week I'm going to roll that mic and I want to share something that's valuable not just like show, get, showing up to show up. Like I want to sh- show up in a way that can be valuable. So I need to bring some story, some insight, some inspiration, some nugget that I need to work on myself. 
So it keeps me really honest, which I love this process because it's kept me really honest of knowing that, okay, every week I got to find one person and I've got to, I've got to share and report one insight or uh, intention or something that I'm learning and moving and growing through in my week, which is those hump day hype episodes. So it really forces me to play offense which, which is, which is brilliant and I love it. And so I'm going through and I'm, I'm, the world kind of opens up in that way because now I'm starting to see, wow, I, I meet a cool person. This person could be cool to have on the podcast, or it forces me to think about seeing people that pop up on my Instagram feed and be like, Hey, I wonder if I could get this person on my podcast and reach out and get them on the podcast. So the answer is yes, I run out of things, but that's also the brilliant part and the mechanism of why I'm doing this. Wow, that's a brilliant answer. I, I think the takeaway yeah. in that answer that I heard is connector. Yeah. You know, it's forcing you to connect. I don't know if you recall, but when you were in middle school and Facebook and all social media just started occurring, I kept saying, my fear for your generation is that you are going to lose that human to human mm. connection. And I kept saying, think about what app or what something you can create that actually brings people together to connect each other, right. which I, I think that's the key word. And I think really in the big picture, that is exactly what you've figured out how to do <laughs> is not only it reminds me of the Shema, you know, right. we're all one. And to remind people how we are all connected into one. And I think you are brilliantly doing that long term. And I'm so That's the excited. mission and vision for Find the Others, certainly. Yeah. And I, I think it does provide a place for everyone Absolutely. to connect that wants to grow. So how have the episodes and the show been received in general? I know your friends are you know, are listening and you're mm -hmm. it's growing like a circle of a friend of a friend, but are you doing anything to reach beyond that group? Mm -hmm. Great question. Uh, not quite yet. I'm, I'm working on it. That's going to be a big intention and focus for myself in 2022 is to continue to grassroots spread this message and, and, and spread these stories to more people. But, uh, it, it's, it's funny. So it's been received, it's been received really well, but I, I wanted to share something that the, just the other day, I got my first one star review on the podcast. Wow. Yeah, which at first you're just like, well, hold on, wait, what is it? Wait, it kind of rubs you, it, it triggers you for a second. You're like, wait, what? One star, like who did that? Like what? And then I like, I sat in it for a second and, I, and then I just started laughing. I'm like, this is amazing. This is a beautiful thing because I, I realized that in order to get a one star review on something, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and be providing something that can be judged by other people. And that's a scary thing. And like, I, I you know, I've, I've personally come a long way to be able to do that confidently and consistently. So it was actually pretty cool to get that first one star review to be like, all right, you look at anybody, Oprah has one star reviews, right? Like how can you hate Oprah? So it, it was a, it was a really interesting moment to get that, that, that one star review. But um, the other big shift around that was, uh, was changing my Instagram completely. Like we all have identity on our social media and I decided I'm going to use this as a tool and I'm just going to consistently share some of these clips from the podcast and share this content in a way that I want to. And I had to get over the idea that I'm not going to get as many likes as I used to. And, and at first it's like, it's a weird thing. It kind of goes against what you're thinking. It, it brings up all this ego and image, but a mentor of mine shared a line that I love. And he says, take no credit, take no blame, stay focused on your chief aim. And which just really helped ground me down. And it's interesting, but because the only reason that when you post something that doesn't get a lot of likes feels bad is because you're willing to accept the praise of when you post something that gets a lot of likes, you're willing to accept that as yours. So what I'm doing is 
that's none of my business. Like this is not even me. Like this is not me. I'm just showing up. I'm doing my thing. I'm not going to take credit for any of the amazing things, which can be tough as well. It's like, I'm not going to take credit for all the amazing things. I'm not going to, but also when I'm not taking credit, then I don't need to take the blame when things aren't getting as much traction as I might've liked it to. So, uh, that, that's definitely been a big takeaway. And yeah, over the hundred episodes, like I mentioned over 10, uh, nearly 10,000 downloads, we're going to cross over that this week and, uh, over 150,000 views on those Instagram clips, which is, which is pretty, pretty incredible. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, I do understand a little bit from the different uh, organizations I work with. Right. So having 150,000 uh, views is a big deal, and that's very exciting for you. What are you going to be focused on moving forward with finding the others? Yeah. So I, I really want to focus this podcast more on um, the idea of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And one of my other takeaways is that the, you know, the, the episodes that got them, that get the most engagement and I get the most responses from, and it's also such a humbling and moving experience to get text messages constantly and throughout random times, because this piece that we put out now, somebody can be listening to this a year down the road, right? Mm -hmm. And, and this, this will live on, which is beautiful. So to get messages from people that are just discovering the podcast or listening to episodes that I did six months ago, and it's creating shifts in their life the ripple effect is, is, is tremendous. Uh, so the focus moving forward is, is, is to continue to shed light on those ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I really want to learn from different people from different walks of life and how they've tackled challenges and how it's influenced their approach to living and how we can live as well. Like I like to think that we're all operating like our iPhone runs on iOS software. Like we're all running a certain software in our, in our brains, in our minds and our bodies and our souls. Like we're all operating as human beings. And so I want to continue to connect with different people and share stories from like way different walks of life and expose you, the listener to people that you otherwise wouldn't have exposed yourself to, or you wouldn't have had a chance to connect with. So that's really going to be a focus for myself. And there's a great quote from Austin Kleon that I love. He says, I don't want to know how a 30 year old became rich and famous. I want to hear how an 80 year old spent her life in obscurity, kept making art and lived a happy life. I love that. It's a great quote. It's a great one. So that's really going to be my focus, I think, moving forward is just to continue to connect with those people and 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 really dive into the 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 mode of operating and what software they're operating and what challenges that they face because that's what we can really connect to and like that's that's what finding the others is it's connecting with those other people that are open and willing to share the challenges and share what their learnings are and are living through this growth mindset. <laughs> I think that's really beautiful, Josh. Thank you. And I think that um, you have a natural ability to connect with people. You uh, are authentic. And I think when I listen to the various podcasts, um, I think uh, Tata Stacy said it best. She's been interviewed by a lot of people, but she's never had someone interview her as good as you because you you let her speak, you mm. let her tell the story. And when I listen to you interview people, you just know how to bring people back and you have a natural gift. So I think it's, it's such a wonderful place for you to be at a hundred episode. Mm -hmm. and I'm looking so much forward to hearing the next hundred people that have, uh, influenced or come into your life to teach you, uh, thank you. Teach you a, a bit of wisdom. Yes. So I, I appreciate that. And and one other thing that I want to share here is that um, another big takeaway that I think is really worth sharing is that 
it, it reminds me of this line from Confucius. He says, it doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you keep going. And one of the feedback pieces of feedback that I've gotten a lot is the consistency because it's been since November 1st when I launched it has been after the first few episodes when I decided I wanted to do two a week I've stuck to that schedule and that's really helped me get to 100 is by setting up a system that makes it easier for me to do it than not do it right, right. So, so I've set up a system for accountability and consistency and and leverage the schedule as accountability to know that all right two episodes a week I'm going to hold myself to this I'm going to put my head down for the next 10 months and just lock in on this and make this happen and so creating that environment I think that was a that was a really great lesson on just creating change sustainable change in general is Set up the system and the structure that's going to support you. And I would be completely remiss to not mention two people that I could not do this podcast without. And that is Ashish and Venkat, my producers out in India, who are such an important part of this team. And they saw the vision for Find the Others from the very beginning. And they wanted to support and help with editing these podcasts and all the video clips you see. That's their amazing work. And having them as team members... Uh, really helps me continue to keep going as well. And and they continue to innovate with ideas. So having a team environment and a structure that's going to help pull me forward and it makes it, it makes it more convenient. It makes it harder to not do the thing than it is to just do the thing where I know, all right, here's my schedule. Mondays, I'm going to record for the Wednesday episode. I'm going to make sure that I've got at least one week ahead of a guest. So I think that that's just another insight for takeaway. If you're looking to um, to make change or do something, set up the environment and the and the the people, the systems, the structure, the accountability to to hold you to it, so that you all you need to do is show up. Do you remember that uh, teen from uh, Stephen Covey's son? That teen habit, like what am I? Oh yeah, I used yeah. to read it to you guys. That's when right. You were little, I think that's exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You set up the, the system, you created a habit, and you're sticking to it. Yep. And, you know, the habits that you create in life can propel you to success or doom you for failure. It's just that's right. Passion. Like it becomes a habit and habits automatically are done with or without you. you that's right. Train them once. Yep. I, you, we should find that. Yeah, we should. We should share it and, and share it. But it's I know I shared it with Helen and she reads it to every single new customer that comes into her her Pilates studio. So, um, yeah, that's exactly what you're, you've, you've managed to figure out the system and hold yourself accountable to it and have trained a new habit in creating this, I think very vital podcast that a lot of people are searching for because community is hard to find. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And that's, and there's a lot more to come with Find the Others. We've got our first retreat in, um, in January in, in Mexico that I'm doing with Sage and High Vibe Holistic. And we're going to do a lot more community events, both virtual and in person coming up in 2022. So there's going to be a lot more energy around bringing this group of people together to have these open and real conversations to focus on growing and also enjoying the process as it unfolds. And, and to that note around the habits, the other cool takeaways to just see how, how much better I've gotten at asking questions and interviewing as the process has gone on. Like I, I've given myself that feedback as I go back and listen to some of the first episodes mm-hmm. and to some of the recent ones to see that growth of just putting in those quality reps week over week, month over month to see that growth curve start to really hockey stick is such a cool thing because it's a valuable skill set for me that I'm going to continue to hone in and build. And it's going to keep me doing podcasts for hopefully as long as I'm able to, to be alive and breathing and talking. So I, I really don't want to underestimate the value of just 
those small steps time after time and you can see results so much quicker than you think. It's a really beautiful process. Right. Uh, for sure. One of the questions that I think your audience would like to, to hear is as a young kid going through you, most people don't know all the challenges, the health challenges that you yourself have gone through yeah. from the minute you were born. Um, mm. we were, very fearful with your medical condition when you came out and you had a, a bunch of different emergencies and, and every step of, of your youth, mm. you had challenges, uh, f physically and mm -hmm. medically. And a lot of people don't know that. And I've always said, there's something special waiting for you, Josh. Mm. Somebody's trying to take you out. They don't want, they don't want to, they don't want you sharing your message and you're going to have a very special, special message to share with the world yeah. and i'd like to now that you're you know at this age doing this work what do you think that message is josh thank you for asking that question uh very simply i have the answer for you you ready yeah you are exactly where you need to be that is the answer to that and the reason why i say that is that every single yeah it, it was it was a lot of health challenges from the moment i was born with the collapsed lung to um, to having emergency surgery to save my leg, to not get my leg amputated in high school, to knee reconstruction surgery, to all everything, appendicitis, and then having a blood transfusion when they nicked an artery in surgery, right? It's like every step of the way there's been those challenges, but it's so fascinating because every time on the other side of that, the dots connect and it makes sense why that happens. And I'll use the example of the compartment syndrome, the scary one from a high school football injury that that almost had my leg amputated if we didn't get to the hospital in time, um, that how that transformed. And I thought that was the worst thing that could ever happen to me at the time. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And it really messed with my identity as an athlete and as a, as a, as a young kid, but there, it opened up the channel for me to start writing and expressing my creativity when I wrote that spoken word poem and then going back to the hospital and, and recording a video of me performing this poem that I wrote and having somebody over here who works the hospital and wanting to get me to come speak at the keynote, uh, give a keynote speech at the system-wide doctor's conference where they flew me out to. And then that got me on stage for the first time. And I was on stage for the first time sharing my story. And it, it, I remember just how effortlessly it came to me. I just tapped into a flow and it came to me super effortlessly. I performed the poem and I shared my story. And then I had a room of a thousand doctors give me a standing ovation, which like I still get chills thinking about it. And, I, and, and that was like the first time that I, I really felt this idea or this calling of, oh, I'm, I'm supposed to share some stories here. Like I'm supposed to, this felt right. Like I'm supposed to do more of this. And if it was, and that led to so many different things down the road, like that's just the tip of the iceberg. But if it wasn't for that really crappy thing that happened and that health challenge that I, I would never have had that opportunity. Right. So it's like those, the, the, the blessings are these challenge, the, the opportunities are challenges in disguise. Like every challenge that comes is just really an opportunity in disguise. And I have so much freaking evidence in my short time on planet earth. I have so much evidence that that's true. doesn't make it easy when there's a new challenge, but it makes it, it you're able to have that real, find that relief in belief and just really believe that, Hey, I can't see this quite yet, but I know that this has to lead to something good. Maybe this will lead to something good too. And really holding into that belief. And, and that's that's the message that I think and the takeaway from, from all of those health challenges. Every single one to the point when I tore my MCL recently, a few years ago, when I was skiing, the first thought that I rewired in my brain, the first thought that came to my mind was, I can't wait to see how this, ha see how this helps me out. Like, I can't wait to see where this leads me to. 
like here we are again. I can't wait to see where this leads me to. It doesn't make it easier, any easier, but it definitely makes it more worthwhile when you can really believe that. So that's the message that I want to share with everybody that no matter where you're at in those challenges, like you got to lean on those people. And that's the brilliance of the community of, of, of the others is that it takes a strong support system. And I'm so freaking grateful and lucky to have that in you in my family and my friends that I've lived with and my friends that I currently have to be able to, to open my heart up and to be vulnerable and to share when I'm going through those challenges and to have them have my back and believe in me, even when I don't believe in myself. That's awesome. I think one of the things I'm, I'm listening to you say is that um, I think the attitude, attitude and gratitude is right there is what yeah. you're saying. Like I recall like, you know, of course it sucks at the beginning, something bad's happening. You, you can't not acknowledge, but everybody in life has something bad that I, I want to meet the human that Right, right. Every human has... That's what makes us human. And that's what we can connect on, right? Right. And if you think you can go through life as like having this perfect life, there's there's no such thing as perfect here on the physical plane. I believe that some have it better than others. But that attitude, once you realize like this sucks, okay, now shift that. Mm -hmm. There's somebody that's way worse off that's having a bigger challenge than you. So thank you, God, for my challenge. I'm going to take this one. I don't want anybody else's. And then then you are in a mindset of gratitude. And then gratitude, as I love to say, is the mother of happiness. Mm. Because, you know, once you realize that, yeah, and, and you've taken that lesson. That's right, and you can't you can't be angry and gra- and grateful at the same time, right? So it really is a mother of happiness, right? right. And uh, and gratitude is, in my opinion, is the it's the healing process, is the root of healing. When you can actually finally shift and become grateful for those challenges, then that's when the healing really happens. When you can work through and alchemize it, and work through those things with the people around you, with with guides, with mentors, with support, and you can get to the point where you say you know what? I'm actually grateful that this happened because look what it brought me. That's the point of true healing. And, and I, and I'm so fortunate to have gotten to that point with that, with the, with all of these injuries that I've gone gone through and done a lot of work to do that. But, um, it's all because of the community and support that I have. And and that's really what I want to help bring to other people, bring that message to other people and encourage people to remember that they're not alone. I love that. I'm so proud of you. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. As a mother, (laughs) I I appreciate it. Well, uh, thank you, mom. Love you. This was fun. Um, And if you're listening, be sure to hit the next podcast episode so that you can hear me flip the mic on my mama, so you can hear this beautiful, wonderful, strong woman's backstory and her perspective on life and how uh, she was able to to raise her strong four kids and. Uh, and do all the amazing things that she's done. So be sure to click play on that. And uh, anything else you want to share here as we wrap? No, I can't believe an hour's gone by. I know, right? (laughs) 30 30 minutes. This one's 30 minutes. Uh, minutes. Yes, better. I was like, yes. No, no. questions for you maybe i'll get them in my hour yes i think we'll yeah we'll we'll definitely we got more we got more time to set up some more questions so all right well love you thanks mama love you sweetheart